Mondays are best spent with our good buddy Kevin Ives at AUPPL on Twitter, and he's joining us here on the program. Kevin, the time is greatly appreciated. What's going on, my man? Nothing much. How are y'all, guys? Very well. Very excited to uh, catch up with you. We're talking a variety of different things. How excited are you for football season to be here? I'm excited for football season, but I think I'm probably uh, more excited just to tailgate. I just need to make it through the first uh, month of the season. I mean, having that many home games back to back to back as someone who like sets up a tailgate, I mean, that's a lot. And by the, by the time the LSU game rolls around, like I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready to just crash at some point. So here's my question, Kevin: uh, do you, Do you set your tailgate up like right near Plainsman Park so that you can look at the baseball field and shed a tear? <laughs> That it's not baseball uh, season yet. <laughs> I, I wish I could, but all of those, all the spots around Plainsville Park and uh, near the stadium are all tailgate guys' tents. But uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not making enough money to afford a tailgate guy's tent <laughs> right now. <laughs> so now we we set up uh, like right in right on campus, or like Sanford Lawn normally set up. Uh, go ahead and rope off the spot like you're supposed to on Friday afternoon, and then we're up bright and early, six or seven o'clock on Saturday morning, getting everything loaded in and ready to go. So. You feel pretty good about the team this year, Kevin? I mean, I'm an Auburn fan, so I'm always going to feel good about yeah, the team. That's what we like I'm, to hear. Uh, and I'm very much a sunshine pumper, so I mean, as, as the, the phrase that gets used, I mean, it's yeah. going to be good. And it's, I mean, if you're an Auburn fan, then you know if Auburn's underappreciated, then they'll probably surprise some folks. And then when they're overappreciated, then they could have disappoint some folks. It seems to me like a lot of people are kind of underappreciating them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be excited about it. I think. You got a, you've got two games to really start the season off to kind of learn what you need to do. You got a big matchup with Pitt State at that third game, and then get SEC play right after that. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I, I think there's going to be improvement, and it really depends on what your mindset's going to be going into the season. I mean, if you want Auburn to be successful, then you know you're going to be excited about the season. But if you're want to be all doom and gloom and think that this is a downturn, then you're already kind of dreading the season to start. But I, I'm the kind of guy that I'd much rather just enjoy it and Preach. enjoy the tailgate and enjoy the game, enjoy the atmosphere and all that, and just the experience of, yeah. of Auburn football. So you never know. You never know. That's exactly right. I'm forever the optimist with you, and so we'll see uh, what's able to happen this season for the Tigers on the gridiron. All right, let's talk a little baseball with you. Uh, we've got some exciting news now about the future of Auburn baseball. A few weeks ago, Butch Thompson was here on our very radio show talking about all the changes coming to Plainsman Park, the roster, and that sort of thing. What excites you most about Auburn baseball as we sit here today in August of 2022? I think the best thing is just the really the investment in the program a little bit more. I mean, um, I obviously I'm biased, and so I love Plains and Park, and you know it kind of gets the knock that we haven't been able to kind of keep up with the Joneses around the SEC uh, with how the park is sort of set up. But I think with the new additions to what we're going to put in the seats above the performance area, extending some more seats, and then putting seats on top of the Green Monster, it's really going to be it's really going to add to that uniqueness of Plains and Park, and I think. It's going to cause more people to want to come to games just to experience that, at least for the first time. And I think once you come to a game and experience just once or twice, then you're going to be a fan for life. And so I think that's kind of the the best thing that's kind of set up there. And, you know, there's going to be more push to, you know, have more student involvement. And um, I think there's just a – there's a good feeling with the program. I mean, going to coming off of an Omaha visit and um, having the – number two ranked recruiting class from Perfect Game coming in. Like, there's a lot of optimism in the program, and I think this is kind of capitalizing on that. Um, and so that's, I mean, that's really what's 
getting me most excited about it and seeing how Butch kind of sells the program he still is going out and kind of doing the Bruce Pearl style where he's you know anybody that wants to listen to it he's going to preach about um, Auburn baseball and he's a great salesman and ambassador for the program and that's kind of what you need as a baseball coach in the Southeastern Conference um, so I mean it's it's fantastic I, I mean I can't wait for the I have a little clock and it'll roll over in a minute see how long it is till opening day I think uh, it's five months and 26 days until opening day uh, for Auburn baseball Kevin, I want to. Oh, go ahead. I was going to. I was going to say, but we don't really have to wait until the spring because there's there's two fall ball yeah. games that are going to be LaTeX and Alabama. Yeah, LaTeX on the on October fifteenth, and then Alabama on the twenty fourth. I mean, those are going to be huge, um, and so that's going to be a, a fun experience. So yeah, I'm excited about it. Kevin, I want to get your take on uh, what your thoughts are on uh, Sonny Deshera starting uh, pro ball. I think it's. I mean, the fact that he's already in Double A that he basically started in Double A. Um, and he's been successful in Double A. I think is really um, going to show that he is going to be viable and he's going to be um, a long-term guy. A lot of times when you see guys come out and they, they go to the the minors from college, even no matter what level it is, um, there's always seems to be this learning curve, this like drop down, and he hasn't really seen that. And I think the things that we saw as Auburn fans with his plate discipline and his personality like that's really being able to shine and the fact that he's in Huntsville is also like just a, another huge bonus that he's gonna um it's a lot more of that kind of not necessarily hometown kid he's from Hoover but um being able to play in state and kind of keep those fans together and it's also kind of weird when you you know he, he was just playing on the planes you know not a few months ago and then he's already playing in the minor leagues and that season's gonna wind down pretty soon um, and so when these guys come from um, just getting drafted to play, this first year is just really just kind of like a, uh, a test year um, because they're going to go and they're going to go through camp and then um, they after the, their season's over the minors then they'll take a break for a little bit and then uh, end up going to fall leagues um, or some type of maybe a winter ball somewhere um, and just kind of getting into that grind. But I, I think he is, he's not surprised me because I knew he'd do great. I think he may have surprised some other folks um, with how how well he has taken to double A, um, I think it's, it's great to see eight draft picks off of last year's Auburn baseball team. Pretty remarkable what they were able to do, sending guys off to the next level. Kind of give us an overview of what you thought of those guys getting the chance to start their big league careers. I think I mean the biggest thing is just the fact that Auburn is still producing guys that are um, consistently being drafted. Um, I think Auburn has the Auburn and Arkansas I think are tied for the longest streak in the SEC of players that have been drafted in the MLB draft and um, I think that having guys that have been developed in the program like Trace uh, Trace Bright who's already I think he's going to start with Delmarva which is the uh, single A affiliate I think he's the Oriole single A affiliate um, he's going to already kind of start with them the fact that he's coming from Auburn and he's been developed in the program and he's already going to be starting at kind of a high level I keep I think is more of a another testament to like what uh, Butch and his staff have been able to do when it comes to developing pitchers um, the number of guys that have been drafted is, is great to see um, and I think um, a lot of that was kind of boosted or bolstered by how um, Auburn competed this year and the fact that how that they had a lot more eyes on them and they were able to kind of shine when they needed to and maybe got a lot of, little bit more um, notice from scouts um, and I think it's just great I mean I can't really say anything specifically about each player because I really take them all kind of as a group um, and it just shows that there's just this pipeline um, from Auburn um, and that 
you can still sell that to a player coming in that, yeah, you don't have to, you know, forego the college experience um, and immediately go pro if you're drafted. Like, and they, you have some guys from that from from Auburn, like Ike Irish uh, was a draft was was drafted, and he's going to come to Auburn. And um, I think you're able to sell that and say that Auburn can be your next step. And then you can also use Sonny as an example too, because people talk about, um, you know, if you play high level D1 baseball in the SEC and um, that, that's basically equivalent of playing in low A or high A minor league ball and Sonny is, is a testament to that I mean what he is doing and has done in this past season um, and then playing a double A ball I think that kind of reinforces that so having those players drafted just shows the development they're able to get at Auburn um, and it shows the recognition they can get by playing at Auburn um, and it's just another way you can sell the program well, now, talking about selling that program and, and the draft and everything, but uh, you mentioned Ike Irish. One thing I was going to ask you about is how important was it was that how important was it that the draft did not decimate Auburn's signing class? Because obviously, you've seen that in the past with Auburn. They they'll yeah. sign they'll have some top guys committed. They lose to the draft. They really were able to keep this this big time recruiting class in, uh, uh, intact despite the draft. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, Ike Irish is kind of the. I think for perfect game, it was like the number thirty-nine player. Um, but you had at least three, uh, four guys that were in like the top um, four on perfect game that were kind of uh, top one hundred at uh, perfect game um, between Ike Irish and Hayden Murphy from Georgia and Chris Stanfield from Tallahassee from Crotch, Tallahassee. Crotch Phillips and from then, New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. So you've got guys. I think having those guys that. Um, that Auburn is able to keep. And the other thing, too, that you're not even really going to be able to tell with the draft now this year is that because the MLB draft has been so condensed and where it is, in the past, you would have a lot more guys kind of out of high school be drafted because they wanted teams were going to take a flyer on them. And then, you know, you can kind of, uh, uh, the school, if they end up going to school, <clears throat> you can always kind of say that, um, well, they, you know, they came here instead and were developed. Now, you don't always get that opportunity because you're going to have guys who teams aren't going to draft because they know that they're going to go to college and they're, they're going and it's going to be hard to get them away from a school like Auburn. Um, so that's going to be a little bit different. But I, I, Auburn definitely kind of—I don't want to say lucked out, but I think it um, kind of reinforces kind of the, this, this theme of building at the at Auburn and coming here to develop and having that experience and having that Auburn experience um, and playing in SEC baseball and what it'll do for you instead of just foregoing all of that and. Being a, and going from uh, the pros, being an adult, basically, straight out of high school. You can follow him on Twitter at AUPPL. That's the voice of Kevin Ives. And again, the Twitter account, Plainsman Parking Lot, right? You've got your notoriety, Kevin, from being perched up there in the parking deck. We got to wrap with this. We got to go back to the news that's happened since the season came to a close. And Auburn baseball at Plainsman Park is adding seats to the monster out there in left field. Give me more reaction to this and what you think that's going to look like. I honestly didn't think it was going to happen because, you know, where we sit, I see where the, the monster is. I see where that power station, the power substation is. And, like, I, you know, it, first of all, I hate heights, number one, so I don't know if I would sit up there. <laughs> but you sit up on top two, of the deck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah but, I, but I'm at least able to put two feet down. Okay. It doesn't seem like I'm up that high at the deck. If you're up there, 
not only are you going to be up at the top of the monster, and, it's little, and I'm a big guy, so you've got a kind of a little walkway. I don't know how they're going to expand that a little bit. <laughs> but then you're also sitting right above that power substation, and I don't know how close I would you know, want the radiation around my, my bits and stuff, but that's a, a secondary thing. But it's going to be great, and it's going to be a huge um, selling point for Auburn, um, and it's going to be a very unique atmosphere, and I guarantee you, like, uh, maybe it'll obviously take some of the... Um, <laughs> when they when we do have a televised game, maybe the cameras will be a lot fewer up pointing at the deck and catching me up there um, and people up there, and they'll be focused on the folks on the monster. So that's you know kind of a silver lining um, for that deal. But I think it's great and it's fantastic. It's something that a lot of fans have wanted um, and thought would be a great addition to the park. Um, it's something I honestly never thought was going to happen just because of the logistics of it. But I'm a liberal arts major and not an engineer, so somebody figured it out. And it's going to happen. It's going to be great. Well, we talked with Coach Thompson a few weeks ago here on the program and, and spoke to the fact that, you know, in terms of selling the program, which he is so great at doing, and you're right, he'll talk to anybody that will listen about Auburn baseball. When you're selling seats in left field above the Green Monster, Coach Thompson has no experience to go off of. And so we're trying to put together a plan with him to get ejected from a baseball game early so that he can sneak up and sit up there on the monster so that he can then speak from first-hand experience. His seat doesn't change in all of the new seating changes to Plainsman Park. He's got the same spot in the dugout. We got to get the head ball coach ejected from a ball game, Kevin, so he can speak from personal experience. Uh, well, you know, I know you'd want him to go sit up there on the on the uh, the monster, but we, we want him to come watch a game with us at the deck. So That's if he true. Ejected, we'd, we'd rather him come up there and, and offer him a beverage, and I think we we have it. We'll keep a, a fake Bobby Valentine mustache up there just in case. Pull one of those numbers. That's true. All these years that he's been the head ball coach, yeah. he's never been up there during a game with you guys. So that's totally fair, right. Kevin. He, he, needs, mean, he needs to find him. He needs to get ejected in the first inning and spend the rest of the game just, <laughs> just kind of moving spot, spot, spot to spot. But but it also needs to be a, a game where it's because like, you know if you get ejected, you're you're out the next game too. Yeah, 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 sure. um, so we got to make sure it's it's uh, not a, a huge consequence. Now we're getting too deep into uh, logistics. Yeah. 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 Well, that's how I'm thinking. I'm thinking about winning ball games right. first. <laughs> it was his idea. He presented to it us first, which yeah. I was grateful for. This is awesome. Well, you can enjoy it. This is awesome. Kevin, thanks for the time as always. Keep up the great work, and uh, we'll talk no to you problem. again soon here on the show, okay? Sounds good. Thank you, guys.